what is up everybody welcome to wednesday here on the game board i apologize for uh not releasing an episode yesterday uh my wife stole me to go watch a movie <laughs> uh so that's what uh that's what happened life sometimes uh gets in the way i think you understand at least i hope you do anyway let's talk about some game news so First of all, uh, we're coming near the end of Warzone, allegedly the end of Verdansk, right? And this entire time for uh, over a year, people have been having issues with cheaters in Warzone. And we talked about this over the weekend, which uh, you can check out. Uh, I uploaded that on Monday, I believe. So... We talked about that. There have been massive ban waves, and um, different developers are handling cheaters different ways. For example, we talked about uh, how Fall Guys handles uh, cheaters, or did at one point. They had what they called a cheater island, where cheaters were banished to. So either your hardware or your account was sent to cheater island, where you could only interact with other cheaters and there was nothing to do. Uh, similarly, their Call of Duty, I think, had something where cheaters were put into lobbies with other cheaters. And I think that was probably the better way to go about handling cheaters. But the problem is that I don't know that that exists anymore. Same with the Fall Guys solution. Uh, another one that we talked about, Outriders, which comes out tomorrow, Outriders has a mechanic where it brands people with a uh, a watermark that declares them to be a cheater. And I think that those methods of uh, shaming people are probably more effective than hardware and software bans. I don't know for sure, but that's just kind of my my thought process there. So a report from Activision uh, came out, and apparently there are there there are more problems with cheaters in Warzone than we realized. So let's uh, get into this. So this report comes from GameRant by Joshua Goodpaster, and it says. Uh, Quote, hacking is a topic of much debate in the Call of Duty Warzone community. From wall hacks to uh, Warzone aimbots, players continue to lose games to cheating enemies. While the game's community has limited ways of dealing with this continuing threat, a recent Activision report suggests that hackers may be in danger of more than a ban. A report titled Cheating Cheaters, Malware Delivered as Call of Duty Cheats from March 24th, 2021, revolves around fake cheats, which have been tracked as far back as March 2020. These cheats are advertised for Call of Duty Warzone and claim to be free, effective, and, quote, newbie-friendly. These cheats continue to be advertised as new Call of Duty hacks and have been spotted as recently as March 1st, 2021. YouTube videos have also been discovered that advertise the cheats and showcase how to run the cheat program, with steps including disabling anti-cheat settings, anti-virus settings, considering the popularity of the post, is likely many cheaters have fallen victim to the scam. So what's going on here is that uh, apparently they are installing 
they think they're installing cheats and hacks and things with the intent of being uh, disrupting gameplay for people that aren't using hacks. However, they what they're really doing is installing malware onto their systems uh, or PCs or whatever it may be, and they are getting their um, information stolen. So a uh, little bit of poetic justice on that front. Um, I don't know who exactly is doing this. I don't know if it's uh, people that are tired of cheaters and have decided to try to take matters into their own hands. Or if it's a legitimate, um, uh, quote-unquote legitimate uh, uh, display by bad actors who want to get a hold of information. <clears throat> Either way, I don't think that you're going to see a lot of um, tears shed for the, for the people that download these alleged cheats. Uh, and have malware installed on their computer. I always thought that that was a given. Uh, that if you're installing software that is uh, supposed to cheat the game, right? That isn't supposed to be there. You're already dealing with shady people. So the likelihood of getting malware along with it is pretty high. And I'm surprised that this is uh the first time that we've seen a report like this honestly because that would be the most obvious thing for me right if it's not coming from a legitimate source um if it's not coming from activision or something then uh, like obviously it's going to have malware <laughs> um but apparently not apparently it's been somewhat reliable where you could download cheats and download uh, software that allows you to <laughs> uh, make everyone else's life terrible and you didn't really there was really no repercussion for the people that were doing this now apparently there is which you know two wrongs don't make a right but at the same time like I'm not I'm not going to be the first one to jump up and say this needs to stop uh, instead, I'm going to, uh, I'm more of the mindset to let it play out and like, uh, too bad, so sad for you, uh, would be cheater for losing your stuff. Um, perhaps that will steer you away from that kind of practice in the future. You know, uh, it, that in and of itself needs to stop as well it's not okay for um, anybody to lose their stuff, right? And some people are more zealous about that and they say, oh, no, 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 they deserve everything they get. Screw them. And while I can understand that, that kind of mindset just perpetuates um, things, right? So I don't want to see people's accounts hacked. I don't want to see people lose their money or their social security card or identity or anything like that, even if they are cheaters and perhaps especially if they are cheaters, um, it just 
I understand the desire to see them punished, and I hope that they are punished. They can't get away with this stuff without some sort of retribution. But I'm not going to jump up and down to see them get harmed. Because that this what is happening to them is not justice, it's just uh revenge. So um that's where I come down on it. Uh, <laughs> but again, you're not going to see me necessarily shedding a tear. I'm not I'm not uh overly sympathetic. But at the same time, it needs to be stopped, and I hope Activision somehow um, comes up with a way. Well, I guess Activision wouldn't have any part in it, would they? So <laughs> here's here's the lesson: if you're going to cheat, just realize that you're dealing with people that are don't have any scruples anyway. So don't be surprised if you yourself are harmed in the process. Um, and if you're the one doing the endless harming, I hope that, I hope that you change your mindset because it, it does nothing for anybody. <laughs> it just makes everybody's life worse. And that is not a good way to go about things. Okay. So, uh, Microsoft apparently is supplying 120,000 HoloLens, uh, based headsets to the U S military. This comes from GameRant by Trevor Edwards, and it says, quote, software company Microsoft wins a contract to supply the U.S. Army with HoloLens-based headsets. The contract was awarded March 26th, is estimated to be worth up to $21.88 billion over the next 10 years, and will reportedly involve Microsoft supplying at least 120,000 headsets. Um, so, like I've been saying, uh, HoloLens has been used in very experimental ways is it's designed for businesses and environments that are very very dangerous uh we're doing the actual thing is either deadly or presents substantial risk of physical harm that's where hololens comes in because it allows you to participate in these activities in a safe environment right like a battlefield um, so you can use this for training situations, um, interrogations, uh, physics, uh, or forensics rather, uh, you can also use it in physics studies. You could get inside of a nuclear reactor, for example, and run a computation. You can't physically get inside of a nuclear reactor for obvious reasons, but with HoloLens, you could, uh, do those kinds of examinations. So these kinds of forensic studies, uh, training situations. Um, they provide a lot, a lot, a lot of benefit to a lot of different industries, specifically the military, right? When you're doing training exercises, if you hook everybody, this is just me. This isn't um, anybody saying this. This is just me extrapolating from the data that I have. If you give a bunch of soldiers, let's say uh, SEAL teams or uh, special ops, soldiers uh these goggles and you put them in a urban combat environment training simulation i would think that there would be a way to track their movement as if they're a player on a screen 
you build out this, you do what you do with Call of Duty, you build heat maps. Where do people naturally go? What position do they take? What reactions do they have, right? This, it becomes somewhat of a game. And that data then, the benefit to the US military is that it allows them to strap these headsets onto our own soldiers, discover our own weaknesses and strengths and strategies and develop uh, counter strategies from there, right? So that's potentially the benefit for, for the US military. Uh, the other thing is they can they can throw in whatever situation they want to. They can program these glasses with uh, literally uh, maybe on the fly uh, scenario scenario changes. <laughs> so it is a huge benefit to them. Um, the benefit to us as gamers is that you know once the military, the, I mean, Microsoft just got twenty one billion dollars because of this contract, right? So because of this technology, because it continually advances, um, when it finally gets down to consumer grade, uh, this thing is going to be legit. It's going to be, it's been tested for the last five-ish years, maybe a little bit longer uh, in different industries, right? From medical to, um, manufacturing and industry you know general industrial applications but now we have military uh integration so <laughs> there what it's macabre to think about it but let, we have to be honest here um they're using this somebody's going to use this to build a, a shooting game uh a augmented reality shooting game because that's what they're doing for the US military. So they're going to take this data and it's going to come down straight to us as consumers. Um, so any augmented reality shooters that may come out in the next five to 10 years, you can thank this contract that Microsoft won um, with the US military uh, here in 2021, because that is where, I, I mean, I mean, used by the actual military, okay? how much more of an endorsement can you get for augmented reality? Um, eventually the price is going to come down. It's going to come down to consumer grade. And we, we talked about this again on the weekend show and you know, there is going to be a time in the very near future where we can go out into a park together and play Pokemon. Like we saw in the anime back in the nineties. We could go out, I mean, like, I mean, we used to use our imagination for this kind of thing. We used to, like, stand in the, uh, on the playground in elementary school, me and my friends, because I'm old enough to, <laughs> I was there at the beginning. Um, we would stand on the, uh, on the playground and we would pretend that we were battling Pokemon. It didn't last for very long because your imagination is only so good, but you know what? Um, that was always the dream. That was always the dream where you could stand face to face with somebody and play freaking Pokemon. Like that was the greatest thing ever. Uh, that, that was, that was the dream. And we're 
getting very, very close to that becoming a reality. Um, but besides that, it we're reaching a point where the thing with augmented reality is that you could do literally anything. Anything. So, I don't know if you guys remember the book or the movie Ender's Game. Um, it's centered around this kind of concepts, right? Where these kids thought that they were training for something using these these headsets that they were either virtual reality or augmented reality and uh you should go back spoiler warning spoiler spoiler alert spoiler alert go back and watch it but as it turns out um they, they were doing it for real right so the these kinds of i mean like you could sit here and think that you're flying a plane and maybe you possibly are or maybe they take the lie component out of it and you could sit here and freaking literally fly a plane or drive a car or you know things like that and uh i remember several years ago that's what the u.s army uh, not the army the air force is doing they are they started looking for gamers uh to fly the drones um that they fly around they it used to be pilots right they started looking for pilots but they found out that gamers make better pilots for these drones than pilots do because you don't need special training you're not actually there you just give me a joystick and i can do stuff that you know a pilot uh, wouldn't naturally think to do because they're used to being in a physical environment. So, like, me as a gamer, I can I can think to do stuff that uh, a pilot wouldn't, right? Um, so they started, they started finding gamers and to fly these drones. I can see a similar situation happening here. Um, and... Uh, I think we, I, I, t I mentioned it at some point. Um, there was a movie called gamer where this kind of technology was integrated into your brain. And like, it was, it was in essence, augmented reality. You didn't have to, you could physically go somewhere, but you know, people would, it, it was a dystopian kind of thing. So like a rich kid somewhere would have a headset and, I could, if I'm broke, I could sign up to be controlled by this person. It was really trippy. Uh, if you haven't seen Gamer, go go watch Gamer. It's pretty good. It's got Gerard Butler, the guy from King Leonidas from 300. Uh, anyway, I'm getting off track. So it, it, there are a lot of possibilities with Microsoft HoloLens, um, especially now that they have a 10-year contract with the U.S. military. Um and they are going to deliver these HoloLens headsets. Man, it's... Microsoft, I'm telling you, man. They are making all the right moves. They're making all the right moves. Um, okay, let's... Let's talk about... Uh, CD Projekt Red. Okay, so... Yesterday... I was going to write a story about this, but I couldn't be bothered. So, uh, CD Projekt Red came out yesterday, and they didn't include multiplayer for Cyberpunk, right? And in my review, my very late review for 1.1, 1 
I, at the very end of it, I said that uh, if they're going to release multiplayer, the combat is not, it's not good enough for multiplayer on console. It's just, it's not. It's not, without aim assist, without the uh, ability to play the game as a shooter, because I don't believe that you can play it as a shooter, um, Without that, the multiplayer is meaningless. Um, I still gave the combat a 5.5 out of 10 because of the variety of things that you can do, but I very specifically state that you can you cannot play Cyberpunk as a shooter. It just... I, I like to think of myself as a relatively good uh, player when it comes to shooters. I play all shooter games... Uh, with the notable exception of Doom, because I, for whatever reason, I'm not good at Doom, but um, I play all shooter games on the hardest difficulty setting because I like I've been doing it for since I was 11 years old back in in Halo times. So I've been doing it for and this is depressing for me to say, but I've been doing it for tw almost 20 years. So uh, I I like to think that I'm pretty good at shooters and I cannot play Cyberpunk as a shooter. It just was not meant to be done on console. You could do it. I can absolutely see it on PC. Uh, Passions made a uh, a statement that's been sticking in my mind recently. Like the the he he joked that on PC you could shoot individual you know individual testes because of the mouse and that is the level of control that you need in cyberpunk it's that's not a joke you really you need very very precise control to do anything with cyberpunk um especially shoot guns and you don't have that level of control on a controller it just you cannot play this game as a shooter so when you have a multiplayer that's probably going to rely on shooting mechanics, it's just, it's not going to work. So apparently these investors that have, you know, given money to CD Projekt Red uh, to continue to make games, they're, quote, confused by the Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer messaging. And that this, again, somehow comes from Game Rant by uh, Aaron Kluz and... I don't know, man. I, I don't want to insult anybody, but at this point, at this point, I have to believe that the major investors with CDPR are either very uneducated about the game development industry or they don't pay attention to anything, any any of the news. They seem very strangely uneducated about what's going on or trusting uh, in the company overall i and it's very odd to me if if i were an investor i would not uh i would not invest in cdpr they they the leadership is you have to pay very close attention to the way the leadership speaks um you have to realize that when they're speaking english it's their second language um it's not that they're speaking poor English. They actually speak very well in English. It's just that they may choose sentence structures and uh, words that aren't natural in English. Um, 
but they do a lot to clarify and they do their best to you know state state what they what they are trying to state for example um the the ceo some an investor asked if the game was going to be ready but for the december 10th launch and the ceo said uh we're going to make it ready no it's probably not it's probably no it's probably not we're we're having serious issues and the investor didn't ask a follow-up question i read that I read that earnings call and he made it clear that he wasn't sure it was going to happen. Um, so like it, it, look, they're not going to do, they're not going to do multiplayer for cyberpunk. They're just not, it, it's not good enough. They know that those controls on console aren't, they're not up to spec. It's not good enough. Um, so they're they're going to shelve it and in addition there's probably a lot of rendering issues if you have something like gta 5 where you have a bunch of people that can interact with each other like the game as it exists now is it's not stable enough and i can i can say this confidently even though i'm not a developer it's not stable enough to support multiple people it can support probably like 10 but it can't support more than that right um it's just not stable enough the engine can't handle it i i don't believe that it, i don't believe that the engine is sturdy enough to handle it and the thing about that is that during this call okay during this messaging it, it the, this engine is specific to CDPR. It's not running on Unity. It's not running on Unreal Engine. It's running on a very specific game engine for CDPR. And this engine is supposed to work for both Cyberpunk and the Witcher series. And they're, it's going to be a modular thing. It's They're building, basically, <clears throat> they're trying to be epic games uh, with their own engine, right? But the problem is that this engine isn't, working very well um at least not as well it's not as stable as unreal engine unreal engine works uh, it works so well that you can use it for movies and for the xbox one right uh anybody that's using unreal engine to build their games is they have to pay riot or not riot epic games for the use of that engine right and they have to pay uh, a percentage of their sales cdpr is i think uh looking to do the same thing but this engine it, it's just not working out well enough to do it um you'll know and i'll let you know but th that's what that's what cdpr is trying to do there and they stated that they want to be one of the top three game makers on the planet which means having their own engine which means uh it needs to be very very stable and they they're i'd bet my left leg that they're working on stability issues with the engine itself and they're not worried about multiplayer they're not they've more or less abandoned cyberpunk to uh, to what it is they've made it more stable and they're just going to let it be that way the the focus is going to be on the engine um yeah like i said I'll, i i'd bet my left leg that that's what's happening over there so guys uh that is my theory 
with both Microsoft and CDPR. Uh, I know we only did a couple of stories today, but I've been trying to keep the, the episodes a little bit shorter and focus more on very specific things. So uh, with that, I think we're going to end today's show. So I will catch you all tomorrow. And hopefully, uh, Squirrely and Passions and I will be playing Outriders on Friday um, for the weekend episode of, of the game board. So I might be missing another episode here during the week, but it, it this should be it should be a good one. So Outriders comes out tomorrow. If you have a game pass, uh, you can automatically set it to download. I did. I got the phone companion app set it to download onto my Xbox the day, the, the second it releases, hopefully at midnight here. And, uh, you'll be able to play for free. I mean, free for the price of 15 bucks a month for game pass. But anyway, guys, I will catch you tomorrow for some more news. Um, let's keep, keep this, keep this, uh, CDPR thing in mind. Keep, keep that engine in mind because it's going to be very important in the near future. Alright guys, I will catch you tomorrow. Peace!